the biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Roundup with Matt Weaver. Let's get this rolling here. Lots to talk about. James Barker Band will not only be on the show for a conversation today, but they'll also perform an acoustic version of Good Together on top of playing the new single here for you. We've also got new music from Chris Buck of the Chris Buck Band. We'll include a chat as well. We've got a new number one song, some Jason Aldean baby news. We've got your concerts and events guide for the weekend. We'll talk Grammys coming up on Sunday and much more. Let's take a look at what's going on this weekend with your concerts and events guide. The Country 104 Concert Series continues. All right, don't forget, lots of tickets available. Casey Musgraves' Oh, What a World Part 2 tickets available Friday. And uh, the Country Mega ticket was announced this week. Luke Bryan, Thomas Red, Rascal Flatts, Dean Brody, and Dallas Smith. Tickets are on sale Monday. On Friday, it's Chorus Radiothon for Children's. And if you're listening to this after the wrap of the broadcast, uh, don't worry, we'll get a recap coming up on Monday. The Owen Sound Attack visit the London Knights at Budweiser Gardens Friday night. Also Friday, the Woodstock Navy Vets are on the road in New Hamburg for their first round quarterfinal series. Saturday sees the London Knights at Saginaw. It's also the Oxford County Animal Rescue Annual Valentine's Bake Sale and Kitty Adoption Day. The Woodstock Navy Vets also host New Hamburg for a game at Southwood at 7.45. Uh, Sunday, don't forget the London Knights on the road again with a big game against Sault Ste. Marie. And for all this and more, simply go to country104.com. This past week, we had a few special guests come to visit us. Coming up on the show, you'll hear from James Barker Band. But right now, Chris Buck, who's got a new album and a new single for fans. Well, look who it is yes. coming back to visit me, Mr. Chris Buck of the Chris Buck Band. Yeah. How are you doing, Buck? I'm doing fantastic. I, I wish I brought my uh, skates for the, the sidewalks out there. I could have done some uh, good little uh, maneuvering with the shooting the pucks around I there. have to admit, I didn't even think you were going to make it today because of the oh, weather that crap. we've seen today. But mm-hmm. you are a superstar uh, yep. country. Maniac, and I you only just, fell three uh, times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at two, but I still have a walk home to do with. Yeah, uh, Chris Buck, yeah. ChrisBuckBand.com. He's got a yeah. new record dropping on Friday. That's mm-hmm. what we're here to talk about, among other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about this project, man. All in. It's coming out. All on in. Yeah, a little bit different for us. We've had the party tunes. Uh, everyone knows that who has seen our show. We know we're very upbeat, and we like to have a lot of fun. But uh, this album's a little different. Uh, it's a little more real. I think it's a little more mature. I, I wrote a lot of songs just about life growing up and experiences and uh, the importance of telling a story. So, uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what people think. That's a pretty wide question, but mm-hmm. why? Why the changes? Um, I think it, it really hit me last year when I was spending a lot of time in Nashville, and I've always been a guy that listens to the melody, and I don't really listen to lyrics. I've never been a huge lyric guy, and I know a lot of listeners are. So I wanted to make sure this one I was telling my story, and so people can sit down and be like, hey, that's... I can relate to that. That brings me back and make, makes you feel something because I know how that's when, you know, resonated with people. And I got so many wedding videos for two years after that thing from all around the world. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll tap into some other true stories about myself as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you're open to sharing this time. I'm around, open to sharing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Did it go well in your opinion? Um, it turned out a little, turned out, it did, it went well. It just turned out different than I expected. Like the new single, Good Old Days, sounds to like, like a Tom Petty Mellencamp almost tuned to me with a little banjo over it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool fitting the title of Good Old Days because I grew up listening to that stuff. So... It, it, I didn't plan it. It just kind of naturally happened that way. It's yeah. funny how you just brought that up, uh, mm-hmm. what you grew up with. I was mm-hmm. wondering about that. What mm-hmm. are the good old days mm-hmm. for Chris Buck? Uh, hockey's a big one. I uh, grew up playing hockey, Barry, Midland, 
uh, Ontario up there, Penetang Machine. And um, I, I found with the music video that's coming out later in the month, I took a lot of footage when I was a kid. I went through it with my mom. And it, it, a lot of times people get so busy and they don't look back on some of the good times. Or maybe they need to see a picture or see something to remind them of that time, the birthdays, the Christmases. And when I, the director asked for the old footage when it all came together, I sat down with my family. They didn't really know what was happening. And it was like actually a really touching moment because I'm like, there's my mother on my music video, my father, my brothers, my sisters. And it was turned out to be a pretty cool experience. Yeah, It, it was pretty cool what you put together. I agree with you there. I, I have to ask about the cover for the single itself. Mm -hmm. So uh, good old days. Yeah. There's a picture of you in like a go-kart. Yeah. With an, I'm assuming you're the kid in the photo. Yeah. Me Who's and my dad. You there? Me yeah, and my is dad. that you and your dad? Yeah. Me and my dad and... Um, Someone asked where it was, and I and someone actually recognized the photo online, and it's Wasega Beach Go Karts is where it was. No doubt, eh? Yeah, I never. And I, that I didn't know. A good one, yeah. I, I don't remember. I I was so young in it. But the funny thing is, looking at my dad, he looks similar to me as well. So it was, as some people said, looking at it, I looked at your dad, and I thought it was you. And then there was a kid, and then so yeah. Now you ask the question. It's it's my dad and I. Yeah. Does it freak you out when you realize how much you look like your dad? Because a little, little bit. I know yeah. I know what I'm going to look like when I'm, old, when I'm real old. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you're young, right? Because you're looking at your parents. You're like, I look nothing like them, and then you. Get a little yeah. older and you look at those photos, like, I look exactly, exactly. like that person. Totally. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Hey, walk down memory lane. Mm -hmm. Did you find some things that maybe you weren't expecting when you did that? Uh, I forgot I was a huge Brett Hall fan. Really? I, I, in the video, I have St. Louis Blues jersey and and poster, and I'm and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That was the Adam Oates days. I was real young, and I, yeah. I had to think for Brett Hall. And uh, and funny enough, Brandon, who's here today, he played a show in Dubai for, for Brett Hall, actually, just thinking about that. uh couple months back so yeah kind of weird how life goes sometimes yeah. Brett Hull was the man when it came to like NHL 94 I remember my buddy Andy right. used to play that game and Brett right. Hull was unstoppable unstoppable <laughs> kind of like Bo Jackson in the football one oh, yeah, just can't you, stop anyone <laughs> <laughs> your buddy takes Bo and you're like what is the point of what's playing what's the point of playing he's just gonna no one can tackle him <laughs> so what else is the good old days with Chris Buck what do you remember as a kid that mm. kind of relates to uh, people who have the similar experiences with you country music fans um yeah, um, farms at all? <laughs> kind of like um, my my uh, uncle uh, has a sugar bush up in Lafontaine. People don't know that is near. It's just a little bit uh, north of Penetang, and uh, just going there even this weekend went snowshoeing and and then showing them the video. And there's footage of us at the cabin out there and stuff. And it, the whole this whole thing wasn't planned, and it's kind of cool just seeing. My family come together on the Buck Clan, you know, coming together on this. So it's been kind of neat. Yeah, that sounds yeah. pretty awesome, man. Yeah. Let's talk about the whole record in general. Yes. So all in, yeah. uh, we've got a couple singles now. Mm -hmm. uh, Redneckin's going to mm -hmm. be on there. Mm -hmm. And then The Good Old Days, which mm -hmm. we're currently spinning right now at yeah. Country 104. Yeah. But according to the press release, there's a lot of ebb and flow on this record. Some ups, some downs, mm -hmm. maybe even some heartfelt moments. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote another song. Uh, it's called Holy Ground. I, I wrote that strictly about just growing up in the house up there up north. I have another one on the record uh, called Drifting, where uh, sometimes I just feel like I'm just drifting through life, and I think a lot of people can relate. And you're not alone but there's, on that one. But no, there's, yeah. there's hope at the end of the tunnel. So I wanted to write a song just for you know listeners to be like, hey, you know, like it's okay that things aren't going well. There is hope. You got to just keep working at it. So I wrote a lot of songs that were uh, yeah personal to me, and just because you know people think. You know, artists sometimes have a really good life. We struggle just like everyone else and we go through the highs are high and the lows are very low. So sometimes you just got to enjoy the moments and just, just enjoy, you know, living in the moment. It's, it's easier said than done. Yeah, I know that it's 100%. easier said than done, but the, I think this album can help people by just listening to it and 
Yeah, just chilling. There's just a small portion of our conversation with Chris Buck this past week on Country 104. Uh, find the full clip in the Weaver blog under shows at country104.com. It is also available on Omni. Look for Kane Brown to be entering the countdown with some new music sooner than later. Uh, his song, Good As You, is really starting to climb the charts in Canada now. Here's a clip. I just want to wake up every day here in this bed. And if you're looking for more Kane Brown music, check out this song. It's a remix of Saturday Nights with Khaled. Here's a clip. Saturday nights, your work shoes are stiletto. Smell a cheap perfume. Makeup on your face, try to hide the pain. All the lies that look like the truth. Deep in your heart, all you want is love. But you never felt good enough You got wrapped up in other plans But this ain't the way the story ain't You can download or stream that wherever you listen to music Hey, it's gonna be a big week for music Maxwell's in Waterloo gonna be hosting Aaron Perchett David James and Kira Isabella Monday night And then London and London Music Hall get the action on Wednesday night Actually, uh, Kira David James and Aaron Perchette coming to visit on Wednesday here at Country 104. Uh, listen for the conversations with them uh, live on the air just after 4 o'clock. Dan and Shay will perform at the Grammys this Sunday. Also performing, Casey Musgraves. Also performing. Yeah, you want more? Marin Morris and Little Big Town. In fact, Kimberly Schlappen, uh, who we spoke to uh, a few weeks back on the show, uh, she told us all about Little Big Town when it comes to the Grammys. You don't get used to hearing the news that you get you got nominated for a Grammy, so <clears throat> that's always so special. Since I was a kid, I wanted to be a part of the Grammys, and um, we've been privileged to get several nominations, and oh my goodness, every time it's just it's such a huge thrill. I can imagine it's awesome. Best country duo group performance, best country song, and uh, I want to ask about the Grammys. Are they much different than Country Music Awards? Country Music Awards in Nashville, they always seem so friendly. Everybody knows each other. Is it different at the Grammys? Yeah, for sure. It's different. It's definitely different. Um, it's it's bigger. It, it. I wouldn't say... Uh, I would say it's it's not as family oriented we're like a family in nashville you know and um in the grammys are so many different genres and most everybody you meet is nice but you can come across a few who um who you know have a little different uh, point of view so <laughs> um but yeah we love our nashville family but anytime you go to the grammys it's just an incredible Oh, what a treat. Full conversation with Little Big Town's Kimberly Schlopman can be found at country104.com as we inch closer to the Grammys Sunday night. Not sure if you heard the big news this week, but the mega ticket is back in Canada and coming to the Budweiser stage. Tickets are on sale Monday. Now, these shows include Thomas Rhett in July and three September mega shows. Luke Bryan, Rascal Flatts, and a combo show of Dean Brody and Dallas Smith. Again, tickets are on sale Monday, and I've got the information for these shows posted in the concert section of Country104.com. Brett Young released his second record ticket to L.A. all the way back in December, and here's Brett on putting his California roots on the record. I think there's a handful of ways that being from Southern California influence my sound or my brand of country music, if you will. I think the kind of obvious one is just, for anybody that's ever been to Southern California, it's extremely laid back, especially down in Orange County, and especially like at the beach. That's why surfers are portrayed the way they are in television and film. There's just an, a level of chill unlike any other, 
And I think that if you grow up there, it's going to kind of seep into your personality. And if you become a songwriter, that's going to show for sure. The other thing is I was a part of the singer-songwriter community in L.A. for a long time. And that's a very laid-back singer in their instrument. That's really all it is. And so I think the fact that that was where I was coming from as a country music artist, combined with the fact that I grew up at the beach and in Southern California, I think that there's a lot of Southern California's DNA all over the songwriting and the record. A lot of people nowadays have a lot of thoughts on social media. Here's my thoughts. Never go to the comments section on a news website. You just, you can't win. Don't even bother to comment. If you want to go to the comment section on a news website, just go for the show and the fireworks, really. Like, you got to stay out of it. It's ridiculous. But, you know, that's just because I deal with online every day at work. Many artists in our lives really see the benefit of social media, as do their fans. They can interact every day, and now we're closer to the artists that we love than ever. Now, here's Riley Green, who's got a big single with There Was This Girl on social media in general. I want to say that I don't enjoy social media, but when I'm in a tree stand or something, that seems to be what I'm doing when I don't see any deer or something walking around. So obviously, I spend some time on it, but it's definitely a tool. And I mean, I can remember my buddy John Worthington, that's a Sam Hunt's road manager now, was a good buddy of mine in college. And he called me one night and said that he had a, an opportunity to open for Travis Tritt in Georgia. Sam couldn't do it, and he was going to throw my name out to him. What did my social media numbers look like? And I was like, what does that matter? You know, and he's like, well, that's what they look at now. And, of course, I had a few hundred on Facebook or whatever, so didn't get the gig. But that got me mindful of that does have something to do with it. So it wasn't really a tool to start with. It was just something I had to have. And then it got to be where I could post a video of a song I just wrote and see what the people that were following me around these shows thought about it. You know, so as far as a tool, it's, it's probably more useful than a guitar to me now. And it's, it's crazy that it's gotten to be like that, but it really has. Our good friends, the James Barker Band, came to visit this past week. We're going to spotlight their new single, Keep It Simple, in just a moment. But first, part one of our conversation with the boys earlier in the week. James Barker Band, welcome, boys. All right, we've got lots to talk about today. Keep It Simple is out to Canadian Country Airwaves now. Uh, The song is obviously getting a lot of requests here at Country 104. There's a video. It's summer concert season. Lots of announcements from you guys. But first and foremost, Super Bowl. Oh, laugh track. Now, first and foremost, are we football fans in the room? Yes. yes. Um, I'm I'm not a huge football fan. Um, Connor. Sport ball. Sp- corner isn't a big sport ball. Corner. Corner, corner, corner is a big sport. sport corner is a sport ball boy either. But um, <laughs> Taylor and Bobby are kind of into sports, and they seem to enjoy it. So I would whatever. say of all the sports, football is the one I get the least where like stuff happens, and I'm like, but wait. What, what does that even mean? Like, why does everybody have to throw the flag? Why did he decline the penalty? If it's a penalty, shouldn't it be a good thing? But yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, let's talk about something you guys would have definite uh, experience in. The halftime show has got people talking. Yeah, and uh, I, I wanted to talk about actual, or two actual musicians about this. So at Boots and Hearts, I did my research. It's like a week and a bit to set up the stage, right? But with the Super Bowl, you got 30 minutes. Yeah. But everybody complains, this isn't live, and why isn't it live? Is it even possible to do live in the no. time frame they give you? I don't, I don't think it is, right? I don't think, like, I couldn't imagine the stress that would be involved in doing that anyway. But could you guys imagine, like, we've had to do it before, and this is on a completely different thing, where you have, like, 10 minutes, like, to to get up and ready, like a line check. And, like, generally, if you do that, at least one thing will not be working. Guaranteed, there'll be a cable or a mic or something that isn't working. To shout out Connor's fave, um, wasn't the Chili Peppers that was a big blow up because Flea's bass or something wasn't plugged in, and people were like, how... Was it Chili yeah, Peppers? Yeah, yeah, Chili Peppers, like, they went on stage and they went completely over the top with their, like, acting in the performance. So it was, like, very obvious that they yeah. weren't plugged in. Yeah. Right. Shout out to them for just going up and owning that. So, but, 
And then someone came out and was like, yeah, like you, what you guys don't understand is not only do we have the biggest football game of the entire year, you know, slash yeah. biggest event of the entire year, but we also have to pull the entire stage, have a performance, take away the stage, and then go back to the football game and, all in. And Connor said, shout out Chili Peppers, but also shout out Guy Maroon 5 who showed up to the biggest like stage and show in the world in just a, a red sweater. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Donovan Woods tweeted, there's like uh, like the MVP is the guy who showed up in just a red sweater. And yeah. just, <laughs> just an Amazon Prime sweater, yeah. ten dollars. <laughs> so I mean, is a Super Bowl halftime show even worth it at this point though? Like I you know, know what I was thinking last night, like wouldn't it be cool if we got like three different artists and they did an acoustic set sitting in the stands with the fans? I was just say, I th- yeah. I think and not that I've paid like crazy attention to it, but I know obviously the Janet Jackson, all that fun like craziness that, that went fun, along with that fun that fun that fun Janet Jackson. No, I was gonna say fun. <laughs> 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 but no I think what they have to do now going forward I think especially with like because I know Adam's getting a decent amount of um, like kickback or whatever from basis. it I think they're just going to have to keep upping it like to make it just a bigger spectacle even yeah. if it isn't like necessarily all about the band it'll have to be like oh now you know Gaga came in wasn't she there, yeah. from like the Raptors there, yeah. there, and there is ago. something to me that I thought because l- last night when I watched it I thought for a couple minutes and it might have been I was like I think they're actually playing I, it sounds like they're actually playing because it sounds like they're concentrating hard on it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Generally, you can tell when somebody's like lip syncing and or is just playing to a track. They aren't that into it. And I was like, but if they, there's a weird balance here because like if they are actually playing, then they're mu- musician. They didn't lose their musical integrity, right? Yeah. But they definitely lost their like performance, performance integrity. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you saw Katy Perry or Lady Gaga or Bruno Mars, it was clearly all yeah. tracks. There wasn't any live instrumentation yeah, there at all. I think they're probably, yeah. they might have been singing, I don't know, I would have to go back and look. But it's like, but the, those were such like grandioso performances, do you know what I mean? Like the last three that I can think of. Whereas this one I thought was a little lackluster in comparison to those. Like Gaga was like, she jumped off like a cliff and like Bruno Mars, that was like <laughs> the most epic thing I've ever seen Bruno's with like the, the spotlight and stuff. Yeah, but it and, didn't have Big Boy. Everyone's forgetting that Big Boy showed up. And, I think it was the highlight though. Yeah, no? that yeah, was the coolest, like that yeah. first Coat? Shows up in a Come caddy on. with a big fur coat. Oh, yeah. I, I thought Andre 3000 was going to make a sh- like an so, appearance. Yeah, then, he was against it though with the yeah. whole Kaepernick yeah, thing. Yeah, and whatever. Yeah. So the way you're describing it though, we're not even talking about the music except was it lip synced or was it not? You're talking about the spectacle. Why don't we yeah. just drop musicians and bring in Cirque du Soleil? Honestly, that yeah. would be dope. <laughs> I think at our concerts we should start doing a mini football game in the middle of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> okay, so since you just mentioned it uh, down in the states and, and program directors and stuff, <laughs> you guys have been touring down there. Yeah, uh, and and trying to break through in the states as a Canadian artist, what is that like for people that would never have that experience in Big, their life? It's, very it's, large. It's, it's a bigger country than you think it is. We we spend our whole lives in Canada going, we're the second lar- second largest country in the world, which we are by landmass. But it's crazy down there because you can drive two hours and be in a city of a million people, and drive two hours and be in a city of a million people, and drive two hours. And so trying to break down there, like the amount of radio stations is insane. The amount of country fans down there, because country, I'd say, is it might not be the number one, but it can pop. It's it's, it's, it's huge. huge. Yeah. So like, even though there's like we're ten percent of them, I would say that we're actually five percent of their country market. Yeah. So it's it's insane. I and mean, like we cool. just had a show in Florida, and like you would like up here if you saw like oh a chili festival. Like, we have our rib fests. Yeah. Like, their rib fests have, like, Brooks and Dunn headlines. Yeah, we played a chili festival wow. that had Brooks and Dunn, Luke, <laughs> Luke Combs, uh, Rodney Atkins, Low Cash. Like, to them, it's, like, Thursday. And he was yeah. like, what? Like, yeah. Insane. Insane. But and that festival had to be closed by, what, 5 p.m.? Like, it did. It wasn't even all night. Like, they did all. They fit all that in before 5 p.m. at night because of a... Because yeah. yeah. of the Brooks and Dunn headline at 4.30. Yeah, 4.30. Yeah. It's, wow. just, it's, it's pretty crazy to see down there. There's also one thing that I'm sure you will appreciate is that, like, as Canadians and as anyone in the music industry, we get so excited for festival season like it's like 
you know, the most fun time. It's like, you know, Christmas. Well, Christmas yeah, we only have three months of good weather, yeah. right? So of course we're gonna get excited. So we we went down, and this was legit a boots and hearts sized festival that we just played two weekends ago. It was sunny. We ate a catering outside. It was beautiful. It's like it's all year round down there. <laughs> it's insanity. Now there's a long list of Canadian artists who have tried what you tried. Uh, what are the roadblocks that artists in Canada face when they're headed down there and trying to break through? Honestly, we and you do hear a lot of shade of people who I think maybe haven't taken a real swing at it that say something like, "Oh, they just won't accept Canadians." That's not true. No, no, I, no. I there's think lots of Canadians. There's down lots there. of Canadians yeah. down there, but you have to be a. You have to have it together. You have to have your stuff together when you get down there. You can't be kind of half into it or not professional. Like you have to be good. You have to practice. Don't go and, you know, not be ready to do it. Yeah. And you have to really like you have to be full in. There's none of this like wishy washy, we're kinda half in the music industry and half selling real estate on the side or something like that. It's cool to them just because like it's like when they have, let's say, fifty people stop by their station in the week. And everyone's like, Where are you from? Oh, I grew up I'm in Nashville and they have the same story. And then all of a sudden they get like this what is that like a foreign concept to us? It's like, oh, we're from Canada. It's like something new to them. So everyone at radio starts asking like those, oh, your accents, they play off all this stuff that actually gets their listeners like engaged will be here. So it's just something new for them to actually like talk about on air. So yeah, it's kind of cool. And I think that like if you, if for us, we want to break in the States, if you work the hardest, it's going to work. But it is indescribable how much work you actually have to put into it. And how and many people are putting in the same amount of that's, work that's or more, exactly right? it. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you back yeah. off the throttle, you're going to lose. Like, I grew up on a farm where it's like, everyone was like, you work every day, all day, and you think that that's like the hardest work. And it was like, it's insane backbreaking work. But the amount that you have to sacrifice and the amount of work you have to put in, like we were literally on the road for, and now we had the game on tour in the middle of there, but I would say for 10 months doing our radio tour, and we would go Monday morning, we would fly out, usually at 6 a.m. at Pearson, so we'd have to get there. We'd leave home at 2 a.m., Yeah. and you'd get there, and you'd be gone. Every day, you'd have a flight, and you'd go to different radio stations every day all over America. You'd have seven seven or eight flights a week sometimes. Man, many multiple flight days. Sometimes like we had four in flights a in a day, wow. four in a day. Yeah. And you would do that, and then we'd fly back and play a festival in Canada Friday, Saturday, and hopefully not Sunday. But we'd if fly you're west, you have to fly home on Sunday. Yeah. Fl- and so we'd fly home, <laughs> be home for 12 hours, like kiss our girlfriends and wives, clean our clothes, and be back on the road. But and then there's another band who didn't fly home for those 12 hours is now 12 hours ahead of That's exactly it. You can't let off the throttle. It's so much more work. Like you really. Yeah, we went from like LA to like PEI one week. I forget what it was. Yeah, and like that Catholic. layover of just like, people are like, you guys always look tired. It's like, yeah. yeah. We yeah. always are. Yeah. I don't we know how are. the other guys look so good because like I'm, I'm up there sweating yeah, on stage. Yeah, can we talk about how High Valley does the same thing and shows up looking yeah. like a cup of tea? Like yeah. what's going on? And until almost the end of Radio Tour. So after a year, we finally got the American Express cards that get you the lounge access nice. with like free food. at the end of at a year of, of radio oh, yeah, a bit of an oversight yeah. there oh, yeah, yeah we, we just we that. just missed <laughs> the boat. so oh. what's what's our timeline <laughs> like for the year right now so i just saw a couple of festival announcements you got rock the park in london rock and river fest all that kind of stuff yep. we're, going, uh, we're going to the uk and you're going to the uk that's, how did i miss that yeah that's great yeah our in second a, favorite in london. about a month okay so see what i did uh, <laughs> in about a month, we've got three shows. They do this festival called C to C, which is a mass. I think Keith Urban, Cam, who else is on it this year? There's a bunch of people on it. Stapleton. 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 So we got on that. So we're all going over to uh, going over to England, going over to London, cross the pond, and um, it's going to be great. We're actually all booking it like a week before and a little bit after to go and kind of explore. Good for you. None, yeah, of, us, none of us have ever been overseas. No, um, no, I, I haven't either. No, I know he's been to Australia, but okay, no, he's yeah. been to like Europe. Australia, UK. she's what is that? A thirteen-hour plane ride? Uh, all in my whole thing was like eighteen. Wow, because I went Toronto, LA, LA to yeah, LA. You got to go. That's over yeah, a day. Yeah. So, Wowza! Wait, what? What? 
All right. Uh, so we've got the uh, summer festivals. We've got the new single. Uh, is there potential for a body of work this year? As in, as in something that looks like a record. I already know, I already oh, know yeah, we 100%. talked about the fact that it was singles or no, albums the, or the, whatever. But at the end of an interview, we like to lead towards the next time. Are we looking towards a body of work this year at the, all? The or? game plan is honestly to try and have whether we don't like. I said we don't know how big it will be, but yeah. to have something out April or May, maybe March cool. at its earliest. So there will be something out. Like we've got a Dropbox now full of songs that is more than enough to fill up an album. It's just about. You know, there's something. It's as difficult to pick the right songs to put in a group as it is to make the songs 100%. in themselves. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, definitely March or April. So. Jeez. Well, let's yeah. hope they go well. So you don't have to go back to the farm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Please God. Every week on the show here at Country 104, I like to do Trivia Tuesday. Have you been playing along? I don't know. I've been having a lot of fun with it. And if you missed the trivia this past week, let's point out something pretty important. Old Dominion. Four members of the band. Four to five. Hail from the state of Virginia. And did you know the nickname of the state of Virginia? It's Old Dominion. Yeah, that's how the band got their name. There's a little fact for you there. Tune in on Tuesdays for more trivia here at Country 104. We're going to hear from Midland. It's a song called Burnout. And really quickly, here's the band on the song. In Burnout, there's a note that I have to hit at the end of that song. Yeah, if we're playing like eight shows in a week and, uh, you know, we've had a couple big nights, yeah, sometimes, you know, the vocal cords can get a little tired. And it feels good to hit it. You know, as a singer, like, I, I take a lot of pride in having a range and, uh, and being able to, and he to nail it live. He doesn't falsetto it, so no, I don't yeah, it's falsetto full voice. It. I do. So. In Oklahoma, our sound guy, who's also our tour manager, old Chief TSB, uh, he laughing. lost his, he couldn't keep it together. It was hysterical, yeah. man. And I just looked at him and I started laughing. Everybody started laughing. He fell on the board. Look, it's going to happen, man. I mean, it's going to happen. Sometimes we're not machines. There's Midland talking about burnout. You'll see them Valentine's Day performing with Little Big Town at Budweiser Gardens. More on that a little later in the show. Right now, I want to talk about a different performance, the Recklaws. They are coming to London, London Concert Theater, a.k.a. Cowboys to be exact, with... Yeah, there's more, not just the Reckless, Jade Eagleson, East Adelaide are also on the bill. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Get them before they're gone, and we'll see you at Cowboys, a.k.a. the London Concert Theater, in just a few short weeks. Don't forget, we can see Midland at Budweiser Gardens this week. Uh, they will appear on the bill with Little Big Town and Ashley McBride. Tickets are still available, but they are in limited quantities, so check BudweiserGardens.com uh, for information there. Uh, really quickly, let's jump in with another clip from Little Big Town, a recent interview that we had with Kimberly Schloppen from the band. Here's what fans can look forward to. You know, I, I think the stage is probably our favorite part of what we do. It's just... It's our time to connect with the fans. When we see fans singing back the music that we've we've given them, when they're singing back those words to us, there's just no better feeling. It's such a thrill. It's such a rush. It's 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 just such a we have such a bond with them when that happens. And um, we're I'm actually sitting in my car outside outside the recording studio at this very minute because we're working on a brand new record. So. Um, we're going to bring that that's probably going to we're going to put something out in a couple of months and um we're super excited about that new music but the breaker show will be a lot of the um songs on the record the breaker and also all our hit songs all the songs that y'all love up there in canada and um we'll throw in some little surprises and it'll be a great fun show it, it'll you know if you're if you're in a spot in life where things aren't going too well come and we'll lift you up and if you're ready to party we'll have a big old party and you can bring the whole family and 
will make it a memorable night. Just sounds like the performance is going to be fun and warm. It's going to make me feel like summertime. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, lots to talk about in Toronto Maple Leaf Land this week. Now, to be fair, I record the show on Thursday morning, so we're not sure if any developments have been made, but we got to give a couple shout-outs. First up, Jake Muzzin, Woodstock Zone, scored his first goal as a Leaf this week. There's Muzzin, shooting, scores! Holy mackerel, what a shot! Well, that's how you make them pay. Holy mackerel, indeed. And since we're saying that phrase, we should also mention that iconic announcer Bob Cole called his last game for the Leafs this past week. We're going to miss him, and uh, we wish him the best in the future. All right, this week on the show, we've had a conversation with James Barkerman. We've had a conversation with Chris Buck. We've talked to Grammys. We've talked uh, concerts and events going on this weekend. We've talked uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And in all that talking, I screwed up a lot. Eric, our producer, presents our bloopers now. Chad Brownlee, Sean Austin, Mackenzie Porter, and Morgan Wallen kick off our countdown tonight. Ugh. As part of that first round quarter final series. Uh, Saturday. Stupidest tease I ever made. Leave it, though. (laughs) We'll be back with some bands. Oh, yeah? And this week it hits 20 on the cop. First up, Jake Muzzin scoring his first girl. Scoring his first girl as a leaf. (laughs) He's probably getting a few of them. I, I determined a really cool tongue twister this week while listening to news reports down in the States. Texas District. Texas District. And now try saying it fast. Texas District. It doesn't work, man. It doesn't work at all. Texas District. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Find all things country at country104.com.